Welcome to Good Morning, the podcast on a mission to open up the conversation around grief and loss with honesty and humour. Hosted by Sally and Imogen, we interview interesting guests to hear how losses shape their lives. Join us as we laugh, cry and drop the odd F-bomb. Welcome back to the Good Morning Podcast. Hey, we are back on the mics. We are back together in person. <laughs> Guys, welcome back to Grief Tip Tuesday, a fortnightly segment where we um, share grief-related tips by you all and for you all. And what are we talking about today, In We have been looking forward to covering this topic for a while now as it's a very common component to grief. And today we are talking all things grief brain fog which I'm not sure is even an actual diagnosed thing, but we are creating it. It is. It's definitely something that so many people experience. Uh, we put a poll up on Instagram and a whopping 92% of you guys have said that you've experienced grief brain fog, which is a lot of people. That's a huge amount. And I remember we did a post ages ago about this topic and it really struck a chord with a lot of you. Um, and we had so many people message us and say um, that you guys didn't even know it was a thing and thought it was just you experiencing it. But it is a real thing, isn't it? Grief yeah. brain fog. And so earlier this week, I was having, I've had a quite a griefy week and, my, you know, grief brain fog where you're sort of just not, you're just foggy and just forgetful. And anyway, you sort of almost like, I sometimes am like off in my own world. And I was at Coles, which is a supermarket here in Australia, and I bought a roast chicken and I'm at the self-service checkout and I'm like scanning it. You know, when you scan and you rub it, but I'm rubbing it like <laughs> I'm rubbing it on the metal bit where the products go. I'm not even, I haven't even moved it up onto the scanner and I probably about half a minute. I'm just like staring into space, just aggressively rubbing this like roast chicken. I've missed <laughs> being able to see your like weird hand movements in real life, oh by the God. way. I'm glad we're back together for this. <laughs> my animation. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then, and then like, like, oh, like about half a minute and I snapped out of it and I was like, what am I doing? Oh my, like what? Yeah. So there was that, that was my grief, griefy brain fog experience this week. Wow. And you know, we're in the second year. It's not like we're like in the thick of the first few months. It's still there. Um, so true. Yeah. And then there's that time that you walked out of the house with two different shoes on. Let's not forget that one. Oh, yeah. So I took the dogs for a walk and I've got, I, I wear Birkenstocks a lot. Like them, I like go to. And I've got a black pair and a brown pair. And I walked out, took the dogs for a walk, got down to the beachfront and I had a black and a and a brown Birkenstock on an odd pair. So, I mean, look, it did look quite fashion forward. <laughs> no, it's not, not going to be a thing. But yeah, there was that as well. And what about you, mate? Like buying six packets of the same cheese. <gasps> that was weird. I don't know what was wrong with, well, I don't know what was wrong with me. My mum died. Um, but I kept like going shopping and every shop every week I would buy the same packet of cheese, but I wasn't opening the previous cheese packets and using them. Like, so I ended up one time, I legitimately like opened the fridge and there were six packets of unopened tasty cheese in the fridge. What? 
what the hell is that about? It's funny, isn't it? The things that, yeah, the, the sort of the grief brain um, can get you, that you can do when you're sort of under the influence of old mate grief. Yes. And we asked you guys, our community, how grief brain has shown up for you. Um, so we wanted to share some of these just to help you guys feel less alone because, you know, grief can make you feel like you're the only one experiencing these weird things. But um, so the ways that they've shown up is confusion loss of train of thought mid-sentence that's a big one not being able to string a sentence together and unable to concentrate memory loss no concentration tiredness someone said I literally have a hard time remembering anything I stop hearing and processing what others are saying and I forget what I'm saying 95% of the time sometimes I forget where I am I relate to all of this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And concentration is a massive one as well. And tiredness, like it's like a foggy sort of heavy tiredness sometimes, yes, isn't it? exhaustion. Um, so some more here. So um, I keep forgetting commitments when I'm saying, and what I'm saying mid-sentence. <laughs> Sal can't even get that oh, sentence no. out. <laughs> <laughs> Forgetfulness, short attention span, major brain fog when I'm trying to study. Um, some more here around not being able to concentrate and struggling to find words. Um, another listener here says they find it really difficult to process information and they can't take too much in. Um, they also feel exhausted all the time and can't think ahead or plan. All things I think we have both felt and experienced. And I think especially like not being able to take too much in. I remember for me in the early days of of my grief, it was it felt like quite a challenge to get my head around a lot of things. Yes, it was a challenge. Don't be afraid if you haven't um, seen somebody or sought any professional help. If you are experiencing, um, you know, difficulty with concentrating and just getting through day to day, we've both seen professionals, haven't we? And it's been really helpful for us in managing our grief. So just to say, you know, if that is something that you think you might need, like definitely explore it because it can be really helpful. Yeah. And if you are in the thick of it right now of this grief brain fog, um, we just want to let you know that it is not forever. It Mm. is. Yeah, it does eventually subside and then it may come back for a bit and then go away again. But it is not how you're going to feel for the rest of your life. So just a little gentle reminder for anyone who's listening, wishing that wishing that that feeling would go away. And it's normal, isn't it? And like we've had a lot of people message us saying, I thought I was the only one feeling like this. I didn't even realise it was associated with grief. So thank you for sharing, um, sharing your posts about this, because I think, yeah, you think maybe it's just that your brain has just changed in its chemistry. And this is it for life yeah I'm gonna be stuck in this state of forgetfulness and tiredness and confusion and yeah so we really wanted to share some of our community experiences and tips so thank you to everyone who sent something in um so we wanted to start off with a message from the lovely Farhan Dala so he has messaged us and shared his experience um which we wanted to share with you because it's pretty bang on of what grief brain can feel like um so he said grief I can't even say grief, grief brain. We need to grief call it in like grain. It's not easy to say. The grief grain. brain. Grain. Are you there. trying to make a thing? I'm trying to make it a thing, <laughs> grain. it's not really something Okay, <laughs> let's just say the grain because it's harder to say grief brain. I don't know what it is, those two words. Strongly. Grief brain. Grief brain. Okay, so the grain, the grief brain. <laughs> Shit. Have you missed us, guys? <laughs> Um, I'm just currently watching my dog run up and down like (laughs) 
mad dog. It's all going on here. It's all happening here. Okay, so the grain. For me, impacts more than my brain. I feel like I have grief body. Love that. Um, some, not love that. I don't love that you feel like you have grief body, but it's a good explanation because it really does impact your entire physical being. Um, some days I am incapacitate. Oh, God. <laughs> What's wrong with us today? Sorry, guys. Some, t- some days I'm incapacitated physically and mentally. I can't think, I can't move, and I can't sleep. Then there are days where I'm more mentally impacted, and that presents with forgetfulness, like walking into a room and not remembering why. I misplace things a lot, especially my eyeglasses. I forget the names of places and people that should normally roll off the tip of my tongue. I feel a dense fog around my head and my body feels like it's covered in a thick, dark tar. Every move requires contemplation and effort. He articulates that so well, doesn't he, Sal? Like, absolutely. I I didn't do him justice. (laughs) I'm sorry. Bang on. Like, we absolutely get that. And have been there. And I think covered in thick, dark tar is a really good way to put it, how it can feel like you do feel like you're wading through heaviness. Yes. Foggy heaviness. Yeah. And he also messaged us after he had submitted that to say that he remembered that he always forgets where he parked his car. And that is something that both both of us do. I don't know about you, Sal, but I always have to take a photo of where I parked my car yes. so that I don't lose it. It's an old trick. That's, I don't know who taught me that, but it's so good. I always do that as well. Do you? Yeah. I like take a picture in a car park so I know where it is. And yeah. then I'm like, this is something my mum would have done. Uh, like- I know. I've been doing that for a while now. I actually think I was doing that before my mum died. <laughs> Um, And here are some wonderful tips that you guys shared with us around ways that you've managed the brain frog. Um, The brain frog? Frog. (laughs) The brain brain frog. Oh, my God. We're we're, we're losing it today, guys. So thank you all so much for your contributions because... As always, they are so helpful and we hope that some of these will help you as well if you are experiencing um, a, br- a bit of BF. So <laughs> The brain frog. <laughs> the brain frog. <laughs> it feels a bit like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so Tatiana says, be kind to yourself and listen to your body. And if you are feeling like you've got the BF, the brain fog, then allow yourself downtime without guilt. And I think that's really important, isn't it? Because I think sometimes when we do slow down, um, you can can feel a bit of guilt for just going easy on yourself, like, you know. So important. And I love that we've underlined that without guilt because it's so important. Yes. And this is an Instagram name. I'm going to try and pronounce it. (laughs) I am Shanish says EFT tapping. EFT tapping. So we spoke about this on a recent Grief Tip Tuesday episode. And for those of you who are not familiar, EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Technique. And it basically involves tapping on different parts of your body to help balance energy and reduce physical and emotional emotional pain. So, I mean, right up our street. Um, but what it can do with helping brain fog is it can help balance your meridian energy system and calm your brain's fear center. And because of a buildup of fear and stress can impact memory and concentration, then this is a way to sort of help release that and help kind of aid your memory and concentration. So I think that's a really good suggestion. So interesting. And haven't you got an EFT tapping thing coming up soon? I do. Uh, Next week, yeah. So, so keen to hear how that goes because I I really want to try that as well. Yes. And um, there's loads of YouTube tutorials as well. So if you're interested in learning a bit more about it, um, just just type it into into YouTube and there's lots of like really short tutorials. I've done it before. 
and I, I felt like you know calm afterwards I think it's something that you definitely can you know use as like a, a tool if you're feeling a bit stressed and foggy love that and so Emma Jade Walker hi Emma lots Hi, of love Emma. to you em. says don't fight it feel it make sure you can take care of yourself and rest go shardy says this is great give yourself a break take a nap and recharge josie says take it slow and don't be hard on yourself it's very normal to walk away if you need to cassidy says go for a walk or give a friend a call T-T-E-M-74 has similar advice to Go Shardy and Cassidy and they say, be good to yourself, take time out and get some fresh air and rest. All of those things are so vital when you're grieving. Um, Sarah says, self-care, talking, sleeping, some more fresh air and time. And Matt ABC has a similar coping strategy and he says, go for a walk in the sun. I think sometimes we can underestimate the power of just stepping away from things and taking a break from things. And, you know, even just the benefit of just going out and getting some fresh air for five minutes. Bit of vitamin D. Yeah. And like, you know, Sarah's point about self-care, I think knowing when to step away and give yourself a break is self-care in itself. Yes. Um, It's not always a face mask, is it, Sal? It's not always just a face mask and a hot bath. Um, But I think... You know, sometimes, especially because a lot of us are working from home and, you know, we're grieving and we're trying to work and like manage a house and we've got kids and, you know, all of the things with, you know, just adult responsibilities. Sometimes when we've got a bout of grief brain fog, we just push through it, don't we? And actually, I think just taking that five minutes can actually help really reset and just give a little bit of clarity. So they're really good suggestions. Very good. So Purdy Girl 01 says, rest, relax, solitude, take care of you and make you a priority. Totally. Again, to our point, sometimes we just push through, but just, yeah, make sure you give yourself a break. Um, And then we've got some really good practical tips here on how you might want to manage grief brain. But I think these ones could also apply to if you're working as well. Um, So M Little says that, they use an old school planner to write things down and it feels really good to cross that shit off. I love that. I am also like an old note writer. I love writing in a notepad and pen. I just, I'm not into these like writing lists on my computer. Yeah, I'm the same. Like, and I always rewrite lists. It's like I write a list and I'll write it again. It's like sort of like constant, but I find that's the only way sometimes I can like get my head around it. Um, So Des. Uh, 2210 says they have a similar coping mechanism they say that they've got uh, little neat sticky notes that have three squares and they write down on that's all they need to get done so that's kind of yeah like just just like whacking sticky notes everywhere as well if you need the reminders if you find that you're forgetful um this username sorry 12ah29 says vitamins have helped a bit vitamins 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 uh, vitamin vitamins maybe that's a UK oh my god ben says, i think ben says vitamins too maybe it's a british thing vitamins <laughs> um vitamins have helped a lot be complex especially carry a book and write all the tasks down also vitamin d i know i joked about it before but i'm genuinely serious like and your husband's got me on the vitamin d's and it's supposed to be really good yes are you feeling yeah. better for it i mean still early days but yeah. i think yeah i feel better for sure so my husband and and me actually but um we both went and got our bloods tested this is an absolute sidetrack guys sorry <laughs> but we were both vitamin d deficient which we were surprised about because we live like in australia it's hot all the time it's sunny we live near the beach we're outdoors all the time so it's like oh like 
but apparently it's very common um but it can really affect your mood and he has anxiety and he said that since he has started taking vitamin d he's actually noticed a real shift in his mood and his anxiety level so he recommended them to you didn't he yes so if anyone else is feeling like you know a bit anxious a bit lethargic or anything like that maybe get your bloods checked would be a good place to start and yeah try some vitamin d especially people living in the uk mm. because you don't get as much sun there so and going into winter over there as well yeah um anyway back on the old grief brain fog um fee frost says if you can financially afford it drop down to part-time and rest when you need to good advice fee um and I think as well, like, and I know that in this is something that you've experienced, like sometimes we can't after a loss work at the same pace as we could before. Oh, this is my problem. Yeah, absolutely. It's completely changed my brain um, for now. I know it's not always going to be like this, but definitely like initially after the loss, I just couldn't think straight. I couldn't go back to work, like back to a I guess, a normal job because um, I used to work in TV production. And that's and, really fast-paced, isn't it? Yeah, like, really fast-paced, 16-hour days, like working on shoots, can't make mistakes, and I just felt like there's no way I can go back to doing that. And some people don't have a choice and so it can be really difficult. So just make sure you take good care of yourself if you do have to go um, back into like a really fast-paced working environment that where you don't necessarily get to, you know, have – the breaks that you need to mm. um but just yeah just take really good care of yourself and communicate that with somebody like with your manager um yeah just let them know like how you're feeling because I think a lot of people like if you haven't experienced grief you don't know what it's like and so yeah people that are, are in those high positions may not exactly know and they're not mind readers as well so yeah communication is key as well when you're going back to those sort of situations Definitely. And I think just having an, an honest conversation with your manager, if you are able to, if you have a relationship with them, or maybe it's with your HR department, just about what is going on for you. And if you are struggling to get things done at the same pace as you could before, or if you're finding that, you know, it is affecting your concentration. And, you know, even things I think like reading and digesting emails can be difficult when you're in the thick of it, because, you know, it's, it's, it's like hard. It, it, what it's like is, yeah, you just have difficulty concentrating and you can get distracted really easily and then because you're forgetful as well you forget what you were doing and then things you know drop off and it's just like oh what I just yeah it can can be really really difficult so if you can have yeah a conversation with somebody who can support you at work and just let them know um that it might you know impact your work or that you might be you know take a little bit longer to get things done um that you know then they can support you because like im said sometimes if they haven't been through a loss they might not really understand how it can impact you and then you might find that you're getting like pressure from them when actually you just need some some extra support yeah and if you are struggling at work at the moment stay tuned for our next grief tip tuesday too because we will be discussing all things grieving in the workplace and we've got some amazing tips and insights for that which can really help you implement some really good tools around your work day um but back onto the grief brain so regan d says go to bed let yourself be be honest with the people around you uh leanne i don't know Leanne says, get rest. Sleep is not selfish. It's essential. I love that. Um, Light exercise can also help the brain function too. That is good. Yes. Even just a little bit of exercise each day. Like I started doing um, 15 minute boxing sessions and I got that from our, I think it was our first grief tip on anger. Someone just said like, do boxing. So I I took that up. So thank you to whoever um, 
put that tip in. But yeah, just light exercise. Even just go for a little walk around the block just to break up the day. Um, it can really help you. My grief plant says drink lots of water and avoid caffeine. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. I've never really been a coffee drinker because it makes me anxious. Um, but I know that, yeah, when you're grieving, caffeine can heighten those sort of sensations for you too. So um, the fruity chicken is back. Hey, fruity chicken. Uh, they've said go to and insert favorite social movement class or event. For me, that is go to yoga. So yoga is really great to kind of center you back into your body. So thanks for that fruity chicken. Cup of Teague is back with another good tip as well. They say, watch something sad and have a bloody good cry. I think sometimes when we're feeling foggy and, and you know, maybe just distracting ourselves by watching something and letting that emotion out can sometimes help um, if, you're, if you're feeling sort of like the, the weight of the grief. Ooh, it might be. <laughs> punching a mic. Punching my mic. Um, but... That brings us to the end of this week's Grief Tip Tuesday. Thanks, guys. Thank you. We got through it. We did. <laughs> so like I said, we'll be back, uh, not next week, but the week after, because we've now moved these to fortnightly episodes because we've got a lot going on, so much exciting things in the works. Um, but we will be talking about all things grief in the workplace. It's going to be a good one, guys. And also, if you haven't already, if you'd like some extra support with your grief, do join our grief support group over on Facebook. It's called Good Morning Grief Community, and it's just a safe space for you to share what's going on for you, connect with other people who are going through loss, and honour your loved one. Lots of love, guys, and we'll see you in two weeks. Bye, guys.